Moncrief on News Talk. Now, nowadays, the majority of adverts tout a particular product's green credentials, even if that product might, in effect, be having the opposite effect. A group in the UK called Badvertising, which is also a book, now sets out to challenge some of those commercials, even in the courts. Andrew Sims is one of the people behind it. Good afternoon, Andrew. Good afternoon. Uh, right, so, so, like, I suppose a lot of people listening, Andrew, would say, I'm hearing adverts all day long. I'm seeing adverts uh, when I walk down the street. Uh, it's a, it all just washes over me. It has no effect. Well, that's a really interesting, a really interesting point, and you're sort of tempted to believe it until you start looking at the research, and you see that even the adverts that you think you're not even noticing are getting under your skin and changing your behaviour. And there's a whole load of really interesting um, experiments that demonstrate this. The way in which, for example, there was a group of young people who were um, invited to turn up at a fast food restaurant. Um, Unbeknownst to them for the day before, they were advertised that, they were primed through their social media and in everything that subtly like they were given taxes to the fast food restaurant on on the radio, there were specially recorded messages that were targeting them in a very clever way. When they got to the restaurant, there was a menu with about 50 different options there. And guess what? Everyone who was part of that experiment chose the same dish that they'd been primed to buy. So even when you don't think adverts are getting it, are getting at you, they are. They're getting under your skin and they're controlling your behavior and your choices in ways in which you're not consciously aware. Now, we think this is a big issue because um, we're in the middle of a climate emergency and there's a lot of adverts which are encouraging us to lead very polluting, very high carbon lifestyles, whether that's about you know buying large SUVs or lots of long haul um, flights for holidays in the year. And And it's almost as if we're sort of advertising our own self-destruction. Now, we think it's possible to take some action because we have the precedent of the way in which over decades people struggled and fought for a tobacco advertising ban. And we know that there were massive health benefits that resulted from the tobacco advertising ban. And we think now the time has come to look at the same way um, at the kind of adverts which are promoting really destructive products and really destructive behaviours. Mm. Well, I mean, I imagine there's an awful lot of them there. Do you, do, you, do you have like a bar, so to speak, say for car advertising? Some cars do were a hybrid or were an electric and, you know, it's all wonderful and you can grow pot, potted plants inside it and all that kind of stuff. Do you go after that? Because there's still an environmental impact from the production of those cars as opposed to the, you know, diesel spouting SUVs. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I think... Now that the technology, I mean, the technology has been available for ages and the motor manufacturers themselves, many of them have been sort of delaying the introduction of fully, uh, fully electric vehicles for a long time. I think when we look at this, we would definitely, any internal combustion engine car, any fossil fuel powered car, we think that it's time to stop advertising them. It's time to stop pushing things which lock us in to using fossil fuels for any longer than is absolutely necessary. We think the same is true for discretionary things like um, those big, long holiday flights and for the fossil fuel companies themselves. So mostly when we, I mean, there are people who are campaigning on this issue who think that you can look at other products which have very high um, climate impacts, very high carbon footprints. Um, We're specifically looking at the fossil fuel companies themselves, the motor manufacturers and the airlines. These are some of the really big ticket items. But if we could just take away the kind of consumption that happens, that wouldn't happen anyway, that is only happening because it's being actively promoted by advertising, it would would, would be one of the easiest things that we could do to make some progress on the climate issue and on preserving, you know, conditions for, for
himself on planet Earth. Yeah. How, how do fossil fuel companies advertise themselves now? Well, fossil fuel companies, yeah, there it's interesting, of course, because you're not sort of necessarily directly going and buying your oil from, um, from yeah. sort of BP or Shell. But what the fossil fuel companies do, they're playing a sort of a long political game where they're trying to maintain their public image. They're trying to delay action to transition away from fossil fuels as quickly as possible. And weirdly, what you tend to see with, in spite of the fact that the actual amount that they're doing on new cleaner forms of energy, like renewable energy, are a tiny fraction, like a couple of percent of their overall activity. Whenever you see an advert from a fossil fuel company these days, it's more likely to be for a kind of a solar panel or a wind turbine. So they're trying to create the impression that they're much, much greener than they are. And in doing that, what they're trying to do is kind of make themselves look better so that they can ward off regulation and climate action for as long as possible. Mm. Now, I mean, and I'm adjacent to the book, the two of you have also uh, put in complaints about various advertising to the Advertising Standards Authority there. Uh, is it, given that, do you have to find that the advert says something explicitly untrue uh, to get a finding against it? Or what do you, what's the strategy there? That, I mean, that's a really good question because one of the problems with the way that advertising is regulated at the moment is that most of the regulators are... Um, Self, a form of self-regulation um, is the industry marking its own homework. And very often the rules are quite blurry, are quite confusing. It's not always clear which adverts you can complain about. So there are real problems with that. But certainly if you can find a an advertiser making a claim which just doesn't stack up, making green claims which just don't stack up. And for example, there's been a lot of scientific criticism of claims that people make about offering carbon offsets, because when you scratch the surface, a lot of those so-called carbon offset schemes just are not working or not really making any difference. So mm. you do have to, I mean, sometimes you don't know whether you're going to be successful when you make a, a complaint against an advert until you make it. Very often you might fall just outside the scope or the remit of the regulator. And we think the regulators are a little bit toothless at the moment, that their scope is rather narrow and it, it, it's not always obvious what you can complain about. Yeah. Now, you did have a, you did have a result uh, about a Toyota advert. And this is, people have seen versions of this. It's some sort of SUV type vehicle uh, charging through the forests. Yes, we did. We did. And it was a, it was a notable one, actually, because this is something where we were very pleased with what the regulator did find, because it was the first time that an advert of this kind had been had had fallen foul of promoting um, socially and environmentally irresponsible behavior. Um, and that's a, sort of a little bit of a line in the sand. And we think that if it's possible to apply that as a precedent, there should be quite a few other SUV type adverts that would fall foul of the same thing. But one of the problems is that uh, very often you're sort of shutting the barn door after the horse has bolted, because it takes time to get these findings. And then those adverts have already been out and been on display for many, many months, um, quite often. Mm. And the damage is done, I suppose, at that point. That is part of the problem. That is part of the problem. Yeah. And specifically in relation to this Toyota advert, uh, what was the finding against it? 
the finding against it was because what, what you saw was a sort of a, a swarm of these cars charging over the open landscape, that it was actually promoting environmentally irresponsible behavior. Um, uh, it was almost as if they were trying to make out that the cars themselves were a, um, a sort of a, a wild animal that you could ride, ride, ride or drive at will over the landscape. And that was found to be promoting environmentally and socially irresponsible behavior. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, though, as you say, it's only one advert at a time. So was there an element of whack-a-mole going on here that you're chasing? That's a very good way of describing it. It's very much like whack-a-mole because, I mean, the thousands of adverts that we're surrounded by on a daily basis um, are, are absolutely overwhelming. And the, the, I mean, the, the irony of this is that because I, I sort of work on these issues um, and so obviously I'm looking for information about this and I find myself getting targeted by adverts for SUVs and adverts for private jets <laughs> and the, the, the likelihood of me um, buying one or, or flying in one is zero. Uh, yeah, well, at least there's a small comfort in the fact that they're, uh, they may be targeting at least some of the wrong people uh, in that particular regard. Uh, Andrew, uh, thank you so much for speaking with us today. That was Andrew Sim there. He's co-author of the book Badvertising uh, also as well. Uh, they, they, they are a group who, as you heard there, uh, uh, sometimes put in complaints about adverts and often are successful. Uh, Dan says the proof that advertising works is clear uh, with the, B, with the uh, BP adding in... Uh, I don't know if it was BP, but it was certainly, I, I think you're right, actually it was one of the big uh, fossil fuel companies actually invented the term carbon footprint. Uh, and they put that into the conversation to take people from looking at them, i.e. the fossil fuel companies and the damaged oil companies by pointing to everyone on the planet uh, being at fault uh, by uh, uh, travelling around the place. So uh, very uh, clever piece of diversion there. Uh, somebody else says, for example, dairy and meat adverts, yeah, you could, I suppose, say that. I, I, I don't know what that... Yeah, I suppose it because a lot of those kind of adverts would say, you know, it's pictures of cows and it's in the country and it's all natural and all that kind of stuff. Now, I don't know. It's arguable how much, what is the uh, uh, major environmental impact of those things. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.